Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, it is Friday, so you know what time of day it is. We are back with our show that still does not have a name. Chris, <laughs> how have you been feeling about the show, man? I've been feeling good. You know, there's some things that we need to address. Okay. And I don't know how we're going to address it, maybe on a different later okay, podcast, because, you know, they, they be acting wild sometimes. Okay. But I love the conversation because moving the culture forward. What yes, about you? Indeed. No, I've I've been loving it as well. Uh, <laughs> I think this episode <laughs> yeah. already is, is starting, you know, to get a little crazy, but it's fun. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's fun, you know. But you know what, Chris? I'll let you introduce our amazing guests. I'm usually introducing them. I want you to go and introduce yeah, yeah. our amazing guests. Now, our guests, I'm not going to lie to you all. They have been to happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> and they are happy. I'm not going to say what they've been doing in happy hour, but let you know, they are loose and ready to go. Shout out to Madison and Hallie. Hey, Happiest hour. Happiest, Happiest hour. hour. Yeah. Happiest yeah, we're hour. We're very happy right now. Yeah, happy to be here. How awesome. y'all feeling? Y'all y'all good? Yeah, good. excited to start this. This is gonna be fun. We're very talkative. Oh. <laughs> talkative. So I think we should go ahead and just jump right into it. Jump right Let's into it. it. Are I'm we gonna int- intros? Yeah. Would you like to you guys um, share an elevator pitch about who you are, what you do, and all that good stuff? Okay, you can start. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I am Hallie Praswell from Corsicana, Texas. I'm currently in real estate. Doing property management for Leap Property Management. So if you're looking for somewhere to live, somewhere to sell your house, let let us know. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. And how did we meet? (laughs) (laughs) So I met Madison in Texas Legends Dance. Uh, I also do dance for a couple different things. I do dance with the Legends on the Mm -hmm. team. And I also teach for the um, All-American Dance and Drill Team yes, for Texas. What's so, Texas yeah. Legends? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are we talking about Legends like the Gentleman's Club? Or we're talking <laughs> no, about no, 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 play. no. Somebody Texas has to say. Legends <laughs> basketball <laughs> team. Yep, you can Dallas come watch Mavericks, us in Frisco. G-League. There we go. Okay. Yep, super okay. fun. We dance for them. That's what we met. Yep. Gonna be happier. I know. Love the team. (laughs) Great program. Well, hello. I'm Madison Jansen. I am a retired teacher. I know, young. I was a (laughs) kindergarten teacher for one year. Quit that real quick. Now I do homeschool one day a week, and I do social media influencing, and I dance for Texas Legends, and I go on things like this. Okay, that's what I do. Well, more. All right, go ahead. Quite the resume. We could keep going, but we'll stop there. <laughs> no, we're gonna go, we're gonna just jump right into it. Beautiful. What is the biggest problem that you all have with men dating today? Mm. Well, I'm I've been in a year and a half relationship, but men just suck in general, to be honest. <laughs> like I've pondered being lesbian for a long time. Oh my lord. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I love men. But they have quite a few problems. <laughs> Name me three of those problems. Better, they, pick up after themselves. They, don't, okay. they don't know how to communicate. Okay. And they don't know how to fit into your lifestyle that you want. Your lifestyle that you want. Yeah. <laughs> That's and the I problem. Get, like men have lifestyles of their own. <laughs> but when you communicate, which they don't know how to do, when you communicate that you want a certain thing, they're always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But girls don't want them to do it after you communicate. They want you to read their mind. Mm. So I wish men would just read my mind and do what I want. (laughs) So I'll bounce on that. I think, I do think communication is the hardest part, right? It is hard. Because I think that a lot of times either we don't know um, what we want or Mm -hmm. we're reflecting what we think we want and we find out later on either that is or was definitely not what the case was. But I think it's communication. I think a lot of the... We have so many outlets to be able to communicate on. And I think it makes it harder even. Like you have so many ways you can call us. You can Snapchat us, FaceTime us. There's all these different things. All these things. And it almost complicates it so much to being overbearing. And we don't communicate at all. And I think that's where the miscommunication is. It's like we don't know where to. Or maybe we don't want to know where. I don't know. That is the question. Mm. So it's it's where I found the hardest is maybe we want the same things but we don't even know how to communicate it. Mm. Or maybe we don't and we it's just like <laughs> it's all the communication it's finding someone that you can find similar communication paths with and you can just you know figure out what y'all are doing. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing right now is figuring that out. That was mm. good. I gave you a round. Of okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm curious if there's one thing that you felt like if men 
could change this one thing and it would drastically improve either communication or the relationship, what would that one thing be for you you guys personally? Just one change. You're like, yo, if you make this change, I feel like this will drastically improve communication or the relationship in general. So (laughs) I will say that my communication with men has uh, fallen short when the uh, man is not maybe um, confident in what he's feeling. So I would say I I would never change anyone, you know, I don't want to change anyone. That's not my job. Yeah. But I think that something that I have found to be more successful in relationships is when a person has built that confidence. So changing the confidence level, because then they're free to say how they really feel and they can communicate what they're really thinking, not saying what they think you want to hear right mm. so that's what i would say is if the communication level is both on same equal like confidence levels then it's more clearly hear, heard by either party like you can have a better pathway of like oh this is what you want this is what i want i'm confident in telling you what i want because i'm confident in what i am right mm. so mm. i would say confidence level okay, okay. yeah i don't know okay. <laughs> what do you what do you think <laughs> Oh man, I have, you asked me one thing, but I popped up like 20 in my head. <laughs> You're like ABCD. Um, <laughs> but I think following through, mm. I think being in a relationship for a year and a half, it's really tested me, but not only like me and my partner, like you have to follow through with what you say you're going to do. Men and women have, I mean, I feel like women follow through more than men (laughs) but men don't follow through with women come to men and like oh i have this problem oh i have this problem i have this problem and they're like yeah yeah we'll fix it we'll fix it (laughs) did they ever no (laughs) not in a million they're with the short term sorry baby for watching this (laughs) (laughs) but men like you tell them like oh i really want flowers but then they don't follow through but then if they follow through and then you already told them you wanted flowers. You don't want them anymore because you had to tell them. Mm. You know what I mean? And that goes back to communication. It does. And it reading does. y'all minds and knowing hey, what y'all yes, want. They need without to y'all hey, communicating. I didn't say that. reading minds, yeah. but yeah. I think the- when you have clear communication, you don't have to ask questions necessarily. Yeah, I think you, you should assume that they can't. You got to be blunt with them at first. But yeah. I mean, after you know somebody, you don't have to question them you already know what they are right yeah you know what what it is <laughs> yeah i see a common like pattern where it's like you want them to have communication mm-hmm. and you also want to be confident in that communication mm-hmm. but i'm asking you all a question are you all able to be able to receive that honesty if it's good or is oh, it kind 100%. of hard in we a healthy way it. that makes him want to continue doing it i can for sure say i love yes 100%. Tell us what you're thinking. I think that we like have to assume and have to like just say all these things. And we would rather get that communication back to know where we're at. Like, what are we doing? Like, where do you, how do you feel about this? Like, do you, like, where are you at? Because we're constantly like saying and doing, trying to figure out and see where you're at. But if you just say it, it'd make our lives so much easier. Right. And Maybe that's not the case for everyone, but I think that goes back to like knowing who you are. And if you're confident in yourself, no matter what that person says, it's either going to be like, oh, you take it for what it is and you move to someone that you think will work better with, or you take it as it is and you work with that person because you know, hey, that's something I wanted to hear. That's Ooh, something we can work on, you know? Mm-hmm. What about you, Madison? What do you think? Like, have your, have your current boyfriend ever told you something confident? That might have been really a harsh honesty, mm-hmm. How did you receive it? I think one of the best things that we have done as a couple was very recent, honestly, because we did not do this in the beginning. But we heard from, I can't even remember who said it, but a relationship coach on TikTok Mm. that was saying, sit down and tell your partner like things that are bothering you. Like honest, like you say it with confidence, but honesty. And so we sat down and I said, here's my five things that have been really bothering me lately. And he also told me the same thing. And it was very hard. I was like, wow, like Mm -hmm. I feel kind of a wall just built right up from him talking to me about that. But I honestly think that when we both had the confidence to share 
what was bothering us in that moment or that period of time. It not only grew our relationship as a couple, but it grew us on our own as well. And I think that's so important, especially in the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship. She's single. Woo-woo. And so <laughs> I think that is one of the hardest things to really get to is being confident to be honest. Yeah. And so when you start that out from the beginning, I think then you just have a more successful chance at surviving that yeah. relationship yeah, that or seeing sh- if you're compatible to continue on a future yeah. together. That yeah. channel of communication is open from the beginning. So it's not like all of a sudden you're like, oh, why are you saying this now? You yeah. know, like you're not questioning where that's coming from, right? Yeah. You've had that open started from the beginning. Yeah. So if you guys, let's say the past three to five most serious individuals that you guys dated, okay. if they were as honest as possible and communicated to you one of the biggest frustrations they had dating you what would you guys think would be the most consistent thing most of those guys would say that was frustrating about dating us like yeah. on us yeah. all right <laughs> i will say that probably from the last ones i've been with that are the most serious have that and that i am very blunt and honest and to the point mm-hmm. right um and I'm very driven. So sometimes that can scare men that are still like figuring out what they're wanting to do. And that is totally fine. Everyone has their timeline of what they want to do things at. I've been lucky to like really been, you know, in a lot of different things and see what I want to do. And I have like this plan for my life and who knows, it could change tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that, but I, I want to be driving somewhere. I don't want to be aiming aimlessly. Yeah. Right. And I think that maybe scares some people that don't necessarily know because but that all goes back to confidence right it's like what are you what are you doing are you not confident in what you're doing and mm-hmm. that's okay and that's why i'm really big on who i'm going out with like do we match each other's energy are we on the same wavelength of where we're at in life and that doesn't necessarily have to do with age necessarily it's a lot about like where you're at and where you've been yeah. right um so i think that's been the biggest thing is just like I come off very intentional and that is what I look for in a relationship is intentionality. Like I want to know some, what someone wants. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's so easy in today's society to just go on with life and not know what you want and just going on with like not having the purpose and like distracting yourself for every day. And then it becomes years and months and all this stuff. And so I think that I've really made it a goal, especially coming out of COVID. We had so much time to think. (laughs) So like if you had that much time to think, you didn't think about what you wanted in life. It's like, it's time. So (laughs) I think I, I go around looking for intention and sometimes that's scary, but I think that even with, the people I've been with that maybe it didn't work out. I think maybe I, I at least hopefully spark something that they can take on to the next relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before Madison goes, I, I, I want to touch on that because I think it kind of, rem- what you described, because I was asked, because when you talked about confident communication, mm-hmm. one of the things I thought about was, I was like, man, there's usually like, let's say there's two general kinds of guys. It's the bad guys who do whatever they want. <laughs> and they're the good guys who do whatever you, the nice guys do whatever you tell them to mm-hmm. do, right? Mm-hmm. You want a healthy balance. A guy right. who's a leader, but a guy who can still, you know, listen at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you on that spectrum, which guys you usually talk to. I already know the answer to this question. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because well... So I will say. <laughs> Wait, no, let him answer. Oh, you so. want to answer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. answer it, please. Be my guest. What it, what is, what is, I really want to know. What it, what it sounds to me is that you are a very ambitious, driven, go-getter type of woman. You know what you want out of life. You have your career. You might have your own place. You might have your car. You have a lot of things going. And then a lot of the guys you encounter may be attracted by that in you. Because they may we not look have for it. What's, uh, yes, exactly. And that is <laughs> that is something I've actually learned so recently that yeah. you look for in relationships what you don't have. Yeah. That is something I have been learning <laughs> about. I know. I've actually I've been oh, talking wow. about this with a lot of my friends. And it's because they are so relaxed and so go with the flow. And I love that. And I'm not necessarily that all the time. And I do look for that. And that's yeah. 100% a balance that I look for. But not necessarily that much on the end of the spectrum right you got to find it a little bit closer yeah. got to mm-hmm. have a little more more commonalities 
Because but the reality. I agree. You're you're spot on. <laughs> <laughs> because, and that's hilarious that you said that. I was just talking about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> because I think what happens is usually the intense. You're you seem like an intense person. Oof. Nothing's bad about that. <laughs> but you are an intense probably, person. Probably going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard that. yeah oh, you're yeah. an intense person. Yeah. So to me, you're like a a, a raging inferno. You know what I mean? Ooh, like this passionate fire. Passionate. And yeah. what and what happens is usually you need like that neutralization, mm-hmm. more that water to kind of balance you out, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's good for you because you're here and. They're able to, you know, be be more calm, be yeah. more reserved, kind of mm-hmm. give you that listening ear as you're talking, talking, talking. You know? Oh. <laughs> you know? But <laughs> then at the same time, it has it has its cons. Yeah. And and the more ambitious and driven you are, going back to the energy, you also want that ambition and drive mm-hmm. yourself. But usually those type of guys are not the most ambitious and driven. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So on that note, can I ask you a question? Mm. Uh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. So, do you think um then opposites attract more? And do are those relationships more successful or is it better to find someone more like-minded? So mm. to me, opposites definitely attract. Because um, <laughs> I think it creates sexual polarity that's important for a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I can honestly say, honestly, I, I, I mean, as an it, engaged I mean, man, honestly, <laughs> I mean, for all care, you, the challenge is women of your temperament, the kind of guys that are your opposite, you lose attraction to them a lot because of their lack of fire. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I mean, hey, why, am, Madison, I, why Madison, am I single? I mean, hey, you're right on. I just wanted to hear your song. So what are you going to do? So I'm going to keep working and the right man's going to come along. Oh, see that. We hear that answer we'll all get to that later. the time. We'll get to, the, we'll hey, get to that later. Settle. We'll get to that later. Go ahead, Madison. What about you? What, oh, what about you? What I would you say? To what the initial question was. The past three to five guys, if they were to say the biggest challenge dating you, oh, what would be the Too most consistent fun. thing that oh, you man. think they would say? I'm a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot. I have like 50 different hobbies. I have like five different jobs. I'm busy all the time. Oh man, baby, I really am not watching this. <laughs> I date people polar opposite of me. Like yeah. boring. <laughs> and I'm out. I do. And it's hard because I also had a lot of trauma growing up. Mm-hmm. My life was very chaotic. I had a drug addict mom, alcoholic dad. Nothing was ever stable. So I've always looked for a stable guy. Mm. And they tell me I'm like, go, go, go all the time. And don't ever want to like sit at home and do nothing. And then I get not content when they're wanting to sit at home and do nothing. So here I am in a very stable (laughs) 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 And I adore him because it's stable. And I've never had that. But I get that a lot that I am wanting to do all these things, mm. but it's unrealistic. Uh, mm. Only to the small minded. Uh, what's unrealistic? And then I want you to explain yeah. that. But what, what is unrealistic? I think people think that once you get older, you're going to want to settle down and have babies and be a stay at home mom. Yeah. That's not you. That's not you no. either. I think we are no. constantly redefining what a relationship looks like, what marriage looks like, yeah. right? And it's this so is, tough. Yeah, there's yeah. So, so much. Tough. So it's so different. The society we're living in. People uh, way back when were getting married at 21, right? Yeah. They were getting married straight out of high school from that pool. Mm-hmm. We now have so much access to everyone in the world that our minds are like so open. Now that is a positive and a negative, right? Cause then we're constantly thinking, oh, there's always options, but mm-hmm. you have to also, you know, mirror that with, Hey, what makes you happy? Like you need to figure that out. What are you looking for? There's all these options, but you don't necessarily need to have that mindset when you're looking for someone. It's who you, who makes you happy. Right. Mm-hmm. And that could be for right now, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's what you need forever. Right. It, you just have to know yourself and know what you're looking for and know what you want from the relationship. And as long as you're on the same page about those two things, I feel like you can't mm-hmm. really go wrong. And if mm-hmm. you do, well, hey, 
don't say I gave you that advice, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, Madison. What do you mean by like stable? I don't want stable equals boring, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it a way that you think you y'all can spice it up a little bit? That's what I've been trying to figure out. Mm. It's been very tough because I am not that person to like, this is so basic and simple, but wake up, brush your teeth, brush your hair, put in your clothes. No, like I'm like, I'm going to eat cupcakes for breakfast before I brush my teeth (laughs) and then do this and then do this and then brush my hair and then take a shower. Like I am that person that is not like. You're not good with routine. I'm not good with routine. I like to constantly have like different things like happening i like doing a lot of different jobs which is why i don't think i thrived as a kindergarten teacher doing the same thing every day Mm. um so now i have like five different jobs i'm doing all these different things i like to go out i like to travel i like to sometimes stay at home and like watch a different show but i rarely watch tv so like it's like always different Mm. my boyfriend he wakes up goes to the gym goes to work comes home yes (laughs) and that's it (laughs) and then like when I like beg him he's like okay let's go out to dinner and that's like his spontaneous night Mm. he's going out to dinner Mm. and so it's tough because when I was younger like my life was crazy like I was always like hopping homes like I lived almost was in foster care for a little bit so it was just constantly all over the place Mm. so I think part of me growing up has realized that I'm like used to changes and spontaneous and not really knowing and not really fearing the unknown. Mm. Yeah. So now that I literally have a boyfriend and his family lives five minutes down the street from us. Yeah, so make sure to like, include that in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it makes a difference. It does. It does make a difference. I see my family once and twice a month, but I have an adopted mom and like three half siblings, you know? Mm. And so it's just different. And so dating it was either like, oh, you're too crazy for me because you don't, you don't know what like regular life is or, mm. or you have a crazy family and they think I'm like crazy for being not routine and not simple. I like, I, like I, I wonder mm. two things. One, I wonder, Holly, <laughs> if, have you ever dated a guy who you felt was your equivalent in regards to drive, ambition, and passion, and zest to life? As of yeah? Yeah. Unfortunately, no. I mean, I'm still single. Have, no, but like <laughs> dated, like been on a date. Mm-mm. I mean, okay, so I've been on a date with one person that I was like, ooh, they're really driven. However, I have a lot of non like other non-negotiables, religion, etc. Yeah. Um, we didn't match on those steps. Okay. Um, I did think they were really driven. They're super successful and they're doing awesome now. And I love keeping up with them and yeah. seeing that. Uh, we just didn't match on a couple other wavelengths. Okay. But you've never dated anybody. Have you mm-hmm. ever dated somebody who was as fun and exciting and as crazy as you? <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Fireworks. I, I, I was obsessed. Yeah. I was like... I want to see this person all the time. Yeah. But he didn't like me. Yeah. Because we were similar. Yeah. Which is strange. Mm. Because when we went out, this was a couple months before my current boyfriend and I were together. Um, He would take me to lunch like all the time. And he would tell me exactly what he wanted in a girl, which was like, which I thought it was me. He like listed all the things. Like he was very like spontaneous and fun and energetic and, Talkative and driven. Very, you would probably like this guy. I got you. I mean, he's pretty cute too. I mean, but it's funny because the person he described, like, I was sitting there, I was like, wow, like, this is gonna be me. And he ended up ghosting me pretty quick. Mm. And he hasn't, I've been keeping up with him kind of on social media creeping, you know? And (laughs) he hasn't been in a relationship. Yeah. I think that he doesn't necessarily know what he wants because he was dating all over the place. He was like dating me. And then I saw he was dating some girl that I kind of met before and she was like polar opposite of me. So I don't know if he knew exactly what he wanted, Mm. but I thought that he knew exactly what he wanted from what he described to me. Yeah. And it was kind of like what he described was me, but was that what he actually wanted? Right time, wrong Mm. time. You know? Right person, and wrong so, timing. Right person, wrong time. I don't know. I think. I, I think to me, the reason why I asked that is mm. that 
it's like two things. One, a lot of people, when they date, they know what they don't like. Mm-hmm. But then I wonder, have they ever tried something that they like? And you're like, oh, this is what I want. Because mm-hmm. sometimes things that you want may not be things that even exist, you know? So yeah. a guy can be might like, be unrealistic. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. a guy might be like, yo, I want this girl who's super driven, who's super ambitious. But the moment she has kids, she's going to put that all aside and never want to work again and just be at home with Oof. the kids. It's like, <laughs> uh, uh, have you met somebody who's, who's like that? Could use Cause they don't you? put that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't know that. I'm not going to put it down. And so, so then it's, I, I'm always curious, like, Okay, I understand how you feel, but have you met somebody mm-hmm. who encapsulates how you feel? Mm-hmm. So I find mm-hmm. it interesting, but also with with what Matt, with Madison described, I find it interesting that the the because I feel like with high energy people, mm-hmm. there's a lot of sexual romantic chemistry. That's that mm-hmm. feeling, that excitement, that thrill. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like. All that fire is also good for, you know, warming your heart, but it's also good for burning the whole house down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hey. it's like, so like now what happens is a guy who might be like that may really want that opposite energy because you're fun, but then it's like the fun and the excitement. He kind of already has that because that's him. So he might, which you said the other girl was the opposite. You know, he might be in a situation where he's like, dang, I really like this about you. You're funny, you like to go out. But then this other girl, she makes me feel so relaxed and calm and peaceful and, and tranquil. Yeah. So now he's kind of like as a man in that figuring life out process to kind of understand where he's at. But I've always found a lot of women who struggle with finding guys who are very similar to them in regards to temperament. Because usually those kind of guys like an opposite kind of woman. Yeah. Isn't that interesting, though? Like, the woman wants similarity and the guy wants, like, polar opposite? Like, mm-hmm. what science is behind that? <laughs> Tell me Bill Nye, please. I think what, what it is is that I think it's about polarity, right? Uh-huh. And so I think it's, like, masculine and feminine, like a mm-hmm. dance. So it's like salsa dancing. Some people. Oh, I love dancing. Oh, you love it? I guess. <laughs> I mean, they dance. dance. They actually dance at Legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm just messing. So some people, when they go dancing, let's say you guys went salsa dancing. Okay. I'm curious, before I even assume, if you were salsa dancing, what do you prefer? Do you prefer to be led by a competent leader or do you prefer to lead a willing follower? If you had to choose, what would make you happiest if you were out dancing? Oh, someone that can lead. Okay. Oh. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So I want to be spun. I want to be picked up. Yeah. I want to be flipped. You <laughs> got me in whatever spot you want me to be in. Yeah. 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 So, so that's usually like people who have more of a feminine essence. They mm-hmm. yearn for that masculine lead. They like mm-hmm. they they want somebody. They want that person that ravishes them. That person that leads. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've noticed for a, from a lot of women. No matter how ambitious or driven or successful, they always have a feminine essence, which mm-hmm. almost all of them is obviously exception to the rule. But almost all of them would desire that masculine lead. That's but on the flip side. A masculine leader type male, mm-hmm. he does not want a partner who can lead him. You know, like a guy, you got to think about it, a, a, a competent leader who's dancing. Like he doesn't want to dance with somebody else who's a competent leader. The most mm-hmm. frustrating thing dancing is dancing with someone who doesn't know that you're the leader. Yeah, why are you trying to spin me? <laughs> hey, Don't hey, spin hey. me. Is he scared Don't that he's going to be outled? Or, I mean. But it's, it, it's not that he's scared. I think it's finding someone equally yoked. I mean, I mean, if they are confident enough to be the leader, put us in our place. Like we, we want to be feminine. We want to find that submissive side and we need someone to show us that. But if you're not going to step up, then step out, baby. Like we're, (laughs) we are, we are looking for someone that will step step up. And I mean, that's just where we're at. We have, I think that especially 
like in this society. Now we are raised to be such individualistic women that can depend on ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We can do it all, right? But we want someone to tell us you don't have to. I agree. We want someone yeah. to be like, we've got you. Like, let us take reign. And so that's what we're looking for. We just want someone to say, hey, we got it. And then we will spin right into your circle. Yes, but <laughs> but, spin right but, into your heart, yeah, baby. But, here, but here's what happens. It's like the same way the more competent a dancer, the more attractive you are to the person. Mm-hmm. The less competent the dancer, the more you have to leave, the less attractive you be to that dancer. The same way for the opposite. A man who's a competent leader in a dance the, the less willing of a follower that person is, the less eager he is to dance. So mm-hmm. sometimes when you're saying, okay, is he not willing to step up? No, he's not willing to want to argue. He's not willing to want to mm-hmm. fight for who's leading because there's somebody else who's his complimentary dance partner. And I think that's something that like when you were like, where's the science to that? It's, it's just polarity. Some people mm-hmm. like this or, or the other. But mm-hmm. the guys who love to be led, who would love to be with you guys. Oh, we don't want to lead. That's the yeah, thing. Exactly. That's and the that's thing. We, we don't want to lead. Yeah. And I think that comes back. I mean, yes, we make him come off very, we can do it ourselves. Right. Yeah. But you have a community, like you have one conversation with us and you know, like, you know where we're at. And that's comes with the honesty and the confidence. And like, yes, we know who we are, but we know exactly who we want you to be in our lives. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can feel comfortable and confident in what we are telling you because we already know what we want. Right. So you don't have to be like, Oh, this girl that is still trying to figure it out. Right. And she may be too nervous to tell you, And hey, that works out for a lot of people. Everyone's different. Every relationship is different. But I have found that if someone just has that conversation with me, it's not that hard to figure it out. Either you click or you don't. But if you're too scared to click, I guess that's where that that's where the problem lies, isn't it? Mm. I mean, that's why we should have open dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, because I kind of picture it as like you're in a car. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to drive the car. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naturally, the woman wants the man to drive the car. Yes. Now please. you're gonna be a passenger. <laughs> let us. Let's, let us. You gotta be a great passenger. Hey, what? <laughs> hey, put us on ox. What are you talking yeah. about? Oh, yeah, you can be on ox, yeah. but sometimes y'all be trying to grab the wheel and be like, "No, we are gonna take this right turn when he's trying to go straight." And that's okay. where it can get really difficult. It's like, hey, right. if you want a competent, confident leader then you got to trust in my direction of where I'm trying to take us in this car. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you see like, oh, he missed an exit or, oh, Lord, he's on his phone. Like that lack of that doubt, now that fear, now most women want to take over driving. Mm-hmm. And then as you take over driving, that's when you are getting upset. Like, why am I driving now mm-hmm. when I really want to be the passenger? But that's only in the lack of trust, mm-hmm. right? But like I said, the guy hey, may not be hey, perfect. Presence of confidence does not mean lack of trust. I'll tell you that. Wait, wait, right say that now. again. Presence of confidence does not necessarily mean lack of trust for someone else. He's saying even though we're confident in what we think, doesn't mean we necessarily don't trust the opposite person and we have to take full control. That's a control freak. Now, what confidence if- and control freak <laughs> is totally different, true, right? True. Now, what if you have seen this confident man make uh-huh. a mistake and now you got some doubt, now you got some anxiety? That's you- where time comes in. Okay. You learn about the person and you figure out why did they do it this way? I am so into like, okay, why did they make it why did they what in their brain made them think, "Oh, we should do it this way and this is how I think things should work out." Right? Mm-hmm. And I think the only way you figure that out is time. And after time passes, then you figure that out. But I mean, you can't just assume and jump the gun after one conversation, one mistake. You cut someone off after one mistake and that's like your loss. You didn't even get to learn about the person. You didn't even get to learn what you were supposed to learn from the relationship, you know? So I think that just comes back to time. I mean, that's my point of view on it. The part that I also realize is there's no perfect people. Mm-mm. Period. We're all, first and foremost, we're all super young. Yes. And if you had an amazing mm-hmm. parent, your dad was not the same husband he was to your mom when he was 29 or 28 right. no or 30. Mm-hmm. No, we all he change. Was, everyone changes. And so a lot of times the expectations <clears throat> for young men and for w- young women to me are unrealistic Ugh. because yeah. people need the opportunity to grow into mm-hmm. who they need to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So 
there's there's gonna be a guy who might be seemingly passive, but with patience, with encouragement, mm-hmm. within time, he can be a guy who's more competent. And there may be a guy who's such a you know a driven my way or the highway leader who in more time can be more understanding, more compassionate, mm-hmm. more caring. So yeah. all it takes is time. But what, what I've noticed some, to, I want to kind of see what you feel about this, but what I've noticed is that when you use the word confident communication, it's always a question of, did you really build up that confident communication? Mm-hmm. Because what can happen and, 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 and you use the word yourself you're very blunt. Mm-hmm. You are very direct. Agreed. <laughs> and so with a man, a woman's words are the most hurtful things. Not, uh, if, you, if you say you can get punched in the face or get cussed out by a woman, <laughs> I'm taking the punch. What yeah. are you taking? I'm taking the punch. I've been <laughs> hit before. But don't, but don't cuss me out. In front of everybody. That's just... Agreed. I mean, oh, that's nah. just disrespectful. Of course, but, yeah, 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 yeah. but the point I'm making is a woman's words have a special pain in a man's heart. Yeah. It really Which impacts will somebody. do the exact reverse, right? If it has that much weight, then you can put that much confidence right back 100%. into him. Yeah, you so and that's my, what I'm getting to. So my thing is, the guys... <laughs> <laughs> so the guys that you're uh-huh. dating, mm-hmm. I view the best fit for you, in my personal opinion is not going to be the very driven guys that you feel like are on your level. I don't think you, I think you guys will butt heads and it'll be world war three. <laughs> Watch out. I, that's why I want <laughs> you to date. Them, I'm very curious. I could be wrong. I would like for you to date a bunch she of gonna them. She's going to be trying to drive the car. Hey, I'm just going to close my eyes. I'm not even looking at the maps. You're so, because in my opinion, you're so used to being in charge. You're so used to your way being right. And not saying it's a bad thing, where when it's someone when it's someone else who's like, I'm used to driving, I'm used to my way being the right way, then there's a lot of friction there. But that's a whole different story. But the opposite guys that I feel like would be a good fit for you, my challenge is: Do you build them up mm. with your words, or do you break them down? Because I think sometimes when women think they're trying to encourage or help a man to get where he needs to be. Sometimes she might be breaking him down. I've got so much to say about this. Go ahead. Oh, oh, no, I want y'all to tell us what are some things a woman has said to you that has really built you up. Not just like, hey, babe, you're doing a great job today. Like, yeah. what are some things that have really changed, like, y'all's heart about something or encouraged y'all? Oh, wow. Dang, that's a, that, I was, that's a question I wasn't ready for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say, like, in love my heart, and my intentionality about certain things, even though like I may not have the best result, me personally, mm-hmm. but the overall picture is helping everybody else out. And okay. I can see the good in a lot of situations where it's like, okay, this good can keep me going, can keep me motivated. Okay. Whereas versus like her is like, if there's no good, there's no reason why I'm being here kind of thing. Okay. So I think that's one quick way. And also just like, just like I said, my care for others, like not really needing a lot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be a good thing and not a bad and a bad thing because I don't speak up for myself. It's more of just um like I said, seeing the care and the intentionality of other people and putting other people before myself. Yeah, I think there's I think there's two things. I think the first thing is like celebrate what you want to see more of. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes, you know, women may feel as though I shouldn't have to tell you to do your job. Well, that's very true. You know, you shouldn't have to tell anyone to do their job. But if you want to see anybody do more of their job, you celebrate that. Mm -hmm. You know, like if social media, the more likes you get from a certain kind of post, what are you going to do? You're going to do more of that post. (laughs) You know what I mean? So so to me, I think the first thing is like not feeling like I'm not their mom. I shouldn't have to tell them. I shouldn't have to say congratulations. Like like simple things like Mm -hmm. Celebrating more what you see of yo, I, I love that you're spending extra hours after work to 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 move forward with the company. I think that's so amazing. He he shouldn't need to hear that, but celebrate more of what you see of, okay. of what want to see of. And the second thing I think is also what builds me up is trust when you don't want to trust. It's very easy to trust when it's easy. When it's easy. When it's easy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like yo. You can't want to leave 
when you don't you can't want me to leave leave when you don't want to leave but the moment you want to leave you automatically can as chris said drive the car mm -hmm. that means that means that's different that's different and that means that you're the leader because you get to always you know what's that word i'm looking for overwrite yeah my my, my decisions yeah that's not fair so an example would be like let's say me and my wife we got married you uh, yeah, yeah. me and my wife we um I like to go to the the uh, airport last minute. When I tell you, when I tell you, you see, you see, that's what happens. Bring yeah. her in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> 90, 90%, 99% of women I would ever date would, that would drive them crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you're last minute. I'm stressed out. We're going to miss a flight. <laughs> what about the bags? What are we going to do? Stress them out like crazy. I'm like, yo, I've timed this. <laughs> I travel for a living. I've, <laughs> I've timed this where we're not going to miss our flights. So now it's a question. Do, Do you, you trust, trust me? me? Straight up. Like Chris said, yeah. it's about trust. You're confident <laughs> that I won't do it, but your confidence is really showing me that you don't trust me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But what happens uh, what, when see, they trust th you? See what did he say? See what he said? That's what Chris said previously. He said, "Now what happens when you allow the man to leave? Yeah, and then driving the car, he makes they the wrong turn. Makes the wrong turn. So what do you do now? Yeah, when when he's like about to get to the next exit, you're like, no, I think you need to go here. It's like, nah, we should go straight. Do you now trust him, or do you grab the wheel? Ooh, well, and I guess it depends. So if you're consistent oh, well, with making the right go. choices, or you continuously and and that and that and goes up. and that yeah. goes back to the trust. So with her, she's trusted me, mm -hmm. and she's like, you know what? I trust you to get us there. I've always got us there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think part of the the man's job is to be someone where she can trust, but it's also the woman's job where even if we miss a flight. Tomorrow, you gotta remember the past eighteen fights we made it. You know what True. I mean? I'm maintaining one. That's, hey. a, that's a dub. That's you a good know? record. Don't those grudges. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's one of the ways. It's like even because it all goes back to: Do you believe this man has the best intentions for you? Yeah. And when and if you do, and do you believe he's competent to getting the job done? Yeah. If you do. Let him do the job, even if it's not the way you want let to see him it done. Let him drive. Agreed. Hey, we never <laughs> said we wouldn't let him get the chance. We want him to try to take the chance, right? We want to give him the opportunity. And this circles back to your uh, statement earlier. I think that not just because they're polar opposites doesn't mean they necessarily attract. Um, you said that earlier, and you said that you think I would be better with someone that's polar opposite right because they would equal me out and the main reason <laughs> i say that is because the opposite i don't think you guys could live together but that's just based on general out like course. generality of course yeah. so and i'm gonna tell you my i'm gonna just tell you my like experience with that because i have dated mostly on the polar opposite spectrum thinking that was the case my whole life yes um the most recent relationship i got out of they said that when it ended, um, that they couldn't be the person I needed them to be. 100%. And they said they couldn't step up right now and they wanted me to get someone that could be that for me. Yeah. And that hurt because I was like, I'm giving you the opportunity to step up. I want you to step up. I want to be that person that helps to build you up. Mm -hmm. And that was too much because when you try to make someone better, it will make them bitter. And I have found that in recent relationships. Whoa, that whoa, what did you just If I, <laughs> when you try to make someone better in a relationship, if they are not ready to step up themselves, it's going to make them bitter. And mm. so a lot of times I think you have to find someone that wants to grow in the same capacity you want to grow. And that doesn't matter if you're polar opposites or the, and you are very similar. You just have to want to be on the same page as this is where I want to be. This is where I want to go. And if that is someone that you are a lot alike and we are butting heads but you i i like butting heads because i think exactly. that when i am <laughs> hey, 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 not too much, because i want to grow in that capacity i think that the more diversity the more like controversy i am faced with the more i understand about other people the more i can you know 
get to that level with people and I can just relate on a different level and I just want to keep growing. And so I think I have to just find someone that wants to grow on that same pace. And maybe that's a extreme pace that most people don't take, but yeah, what pace? How, how fast is this car going? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're is going, going 100. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We're going 100. What if you want to go 50? Yeah. Hey, never too fast. And, I mean, and, and obviously that pace is important though, because some people are like, let's chill. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's important for relationships. You, you can go slow. And that's when you have the confidence and to tell them, I want to go slow. Yeah. I want to go let's slow. Go but in growing terms, I think you just have to know where each other's limits are. Where yeah. do you want to grow in a relationship? Where do you want to be? It's all back to communication. And yes, you do have to communicate in a polite manner. And I think that maybe sometimes, sometimes? sometimes <laughs> bluntness comes off a little bit like, yeah. ooh, that's a lot. But you, when you meet people, time passes and you learn someone. I think as long as you're both open, you can see. And I, as an empath, you know when someone's uncomfortable and you know how to change that tone a little mm -hmm. bit down to yeah. where they feel more comfortable to release their feelings. So right? you, you try to drive the podcast right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's yeah. a lot of similarities going on right now. So obviously, I, I said this is my opinion. Okay. Generalization. Yeah. Could there be a guy who's every, everything you should describe? Of course, I want the best for you. I want to see you happy. What I, what, the reason why I, I described what I feel like fits you guys the best, mainly you, I think you're a little different, but what fits <laughs> you the best is the strong, silent type. Because what I've realized is you made a point where you were like, I like the butting of the heads. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed with women who have a fiery temperament, they don't mind conflict. It's actually kind of turns them on in a yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, desirable. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like something it's like, going on in there. It's like this power struggle where it's like, oh man, I'm with this strong titan and we're battling, we're dueling, and we're yeah. like, it's, it's. And then somehow we end up in the band. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how we got That's here. That's not what we're talking about. We got about. here for some reason. But, and, and so, but then for the woman. That's hilarious. For the woman, it's cool. They're comfortable with that. It's, mm -hmm. But for the guy, no, that is <laughs> World War Three. I don't. I'm, I don't want to. I I go to work every day. I'm the I'm the senior at my law firm. I bust my butt with the freaking clients in Tokyo. I bust my <laughs> butt with the clients in Buenos Aires. I bust my butt with the clients in Lagos, Nigeria. I'm fighting with all these people trying to get my position. I ain't trying to go home and do round five. <laughs> you know I mean? so, so that's what I'm hearing. You're only wanting to grow in your work, not necessarily in other portions of your life. Oh, There's see, so see, much she, more she, to do. There's that. so much no. more than, than work. There's your spiritual life. There's your social oh, life. Oh, There's so long. many aspects that if you're right, only Chris, willing to work on that, that, that man. Hey, if, that, if you're only working on that part of your life, then you're well, only no. growing in that part of your but life. It's not, but here's what you're not getting. Oh. Just because it's not butting heads doesn't mean that you're not growing. See, sometimes mm. we think that growth is only when everything gets burned to the ground and then all of a sudden things get restored. That's mm. not always growth. Sometimes you can have peaceful relationships mm -hmm. and you can grow as a person spiritually, emotionally, physically, all that stuff. So Agreed. the point is that one of the values of Driven women is driven, ambitious in a man. That's one of their key values. One of the values for driven men is peaceful home life and women. Mm -hmm. Peace. So oh what I'm saying is that the, the there's a time and place for everything, right? There is a time and place for everything. But what happens as a man is that you yearn for that feminine peace mm -hmm. after dealing with so much conflict. You don't want to go home and deal with conflict. And so, but the guys who naturally are more laid back and chill, they have no conflict. They have no drama. So they don't mind going home to some conflict. They work <laughs> their nine to five job as a, in their office cubicle, you know, <laughs> clock in, clock yes. out. They can go home and deal with some drama. They had no drama their whole day. <laughs> so they don't mind it. But the guys who's been dealing with that, when they're coming home, they ain't trying to deal mm -hmm. with that. I guess I just agree to disagree. I think that it doesn't have to be drama because I think that in conversation to me, that's not a dramatic or hard experience. I don't pull a lot of energy to have a controversial 
conversation to talk to someone that's different uh, has a different mind than me that doesn't pull a lot of energy and for i think you? that for me but what about for the per- what about for the man and that's the thing i like, have a neutral conversation I, and adds like all the energy I have. <laughs> and i guess it's even different. if it's just exactly. peaceful man yeah. so you just have to find someone that has a similar we like, would not energy <laughs> sorry i was hoping so i, I think it, it depends on the person because like for me it pulls absolutely no energy and i feel like it's just easy to talk but that's not always the case for men right or or women or women right (laughs) you just have to find someone that your energy is aligned and you don't have to necessarily pull more for it's not pulling teeth for a conversation i i hate that that's what it sounds like to have a conversation it's pulling teeth after work to me i think and and we might have to go to patreon to finish conversation might have to but to (laughs) me i think it's one thing that you said was about confident Mm -hmm. communication Mm -hmm. yeah and what people don't realize is when somebody isn't confidently communicating with you, mm-hmm. what have you done or what has happened in their past that's torn yep. down this individual's confidence? Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you are a brutal, trust me, this is my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is your problem. I'm telling you my problem. Mm-hmm. If you are a <laughs> yeah. brutally honest, blunt person, mm-hmm. a lot of times what is a normal conversation for you is very condescending. Mm-hmm. It's very argumentative. Mm-hmm. It's very aggressive. Back, aggressive. Yeah. yeah, he's talking about from experience. <laughs> it's very, uh, it's very, tell very, me how you feel. It's very, it's very back and forth. Yeah, I want to hear about your to, relationship. You know, it's very mm-hmm. back and forth mm-hmm. yeah. to where that can deter that person's confidence mm-hmm. in communicating. So for you. You mm-hmm. may not realize that. Uh, oh, it was regular conversation just for me. Yeah. But for them, they're like, <laughs> it was hard. And I think I 100% agree with you. That yeah. is facts. And I have had lots of friends that have communicated this with me. But the only reason we've grown as friends is because we've talked about it. And I know when it's a good time. And we've set, set those boundaries. But that's also like, you have to set those boundaries and say how you feel. Um, I mean, I think it's all about the person. I think that you can find those types of people that it can be balanced. And I think you just have to find someone that yeah, you're I, equally yoked with. I think, yeah, I think part of it also is not about what you say, because you can mean it's well. It's how you say it, it's yes. It's how you say it. Because, yeah. you know, if you, if you have to be able to learn mm-hmm. your partner to know, like, how is this person going to best receive mm-hmm. it? So they can apply it to our lives, yeah. so our relationship get better. Yeah. If you want to just say whatever and do whatever mm-hmm. and expect them to just receive it in a positive, mm-hmm. healthy way, it's not going to happen. Yeah. The car is going to crash. 100%. And I think that is why, I don't know about you, but for me, I go into relationships and I find the most successful ones coming out of friendships because we've built a trust. Oh, oh, oh so you date friends. Oh, we definitely oh. going to have to go to Patreon. Oh. We, we definitely going to have to go to Patreon. No, you have to build... Oh, sorry. That's four hundred dollars. Like you said, because I am blunt, and that can be portrayed in the wrong way, right? You have to build the person up and build a friendship. Mm. You have to have a baseline and a foundation and of what y'all are, and you have to have a clear. I like, don't have friends. I no, but you <laughs> you have to have a friendship before. No, you jump I mean, into a I've, relationship I've and they don't know what before. you want because it's not portrayed the correct way, and that's why I think it's really important to become. Like friends and the only guy I their trust. Was a friend was like nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I think we need to take success. this conversation to Patreon. I think we need to go ahead and take it to Patreon. All right, take it, <laughs> take it. <laughs> <laughs>